Mm-hmm. And then I said real quiet, I said pause. And he looked at me and he started laughing so hard. And we can hear them in the background still fighting with each other. <laughs> but me and this dude are just laughing at the front about the gay joke I just made. Hello and welcome to the Press Break Podcast. Christian and I are so excited that you're here. Our goal is to build a community of strong individuals attacking life together. If you want to be a part of that community, please be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, and make sure that if you love the episode, leave a review and share it with your friends. We're so excited to get into today's episode. We love you guys and thank you for listening. So do you want to do you want to intro the the what's the name? Because we just came in. I just want to let the people. We know just yeah, we just came in hot. I uh, just want to let you guys yeah. know. Welcome to the the Press yes. Break Podcast. I think this is going to be episode 25. Um, it's good to see you guys. Oh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, because 24 is coming out today. Yep. Boom, boom, boom. You guys, if you, if you guys are still listening and watching, I, and it's funny, I was looking at our, what's the name? At our um, demographics. There's somebody in Indi- India watching us. Hey, man, what's up? Shout, <laughs> you know, shout you know? out to whoever's in India. Yeah. Um, yeah, but welcome back to the, the Press Break podcast. I think this is episode yes, 25. Sir. I think uh, Cohen and I are just going to kind of recap the week and, and talk about what we we're just talking about, recessions and financial stuff. And yeah, that's it. Yeah, me and, uh, me and Christian before getting into this, we always talk for like just a little insight for you guys listening on what happens. We get in this little chat room thing on Riverside that we record the podcast on. And then we always talk, well, not always, but it seems like sometimes we'll talk for 30 minutes and do a yeah, whole podcast the- <laughs> episode and then be like, oh yeah, we got to hit record. Like, let's go ahead and start now. Yep. Every time. So, but, uh, yeah. So he brought that up to say, yeah, what we were talking about this time was kind of about, um, I guess we're, this is what the podcast is going to yeah, be about. So what we're, gonna what we're talking, talking about, about was, uh, I, um, I first told him about how I was going through this like stressful time because, uh, long, I don't want to explain the whole thing, but long story very short is, um, I'm into crypto, right? And I made a stupid mistake, which was, uh, share my seed phrase, which for people who don't know what that is. It's beginner, beginner, rule number one, never do that. So please learn from my, my mistake and don't have this stress. Um, never share that seed phrase if you ever get into crypto. So I shared that seed phrase uh, because I thought I was hacked and this other guy got my seed phrase, etc. So I was going through this uh, period of time of stress because I was waiting for these, um, these layer one tokens to come out and they came out and I got them. So Cohen and I were talking about that. Yes. And, uh, and yeah, it's just, just so just so everyone knows, because Christian has been stressed about this for literally months now. Absolutely. You, for for months now, you have said that you really haven't gotten a good night's sleep. Yeah. Um, you you aren't like it's hard for you to actually do other work because you are like your phone is on all the time. Your Twitter notifications are on from everybody yep. because you are waiting for these things to come out because it, it just think about it like this, guys somebody just for lack of a better word like somebody hacked into your stuff yep and it would be like if you were sitting across the table for some from somebody and your wallet is just wide open right in front of you too yeah and you're just sitting there waiting for money to randomly appear in the wallet and then it's the first person to grab it because now you both have access to it That's that's a very good analogy that's basically exactly what happened. Yep. You're just sitting there trying to, as soon as the random money appears in the wallet that you both have access to, you have to rip it off the table as fast as you can. So Christian didn't know when these things were going to come out, but luckily 
he got the money, which yeah. is uh, well, it, they don't have dollar value which yet. Is yes, but I I end up but getting they them. Will. But that that's literally a perfect analogy. It's literally like if we were sitting at the table across from each other, equal equal opportunity, equal opportunity to get my stuff. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? And it's funny because I was telling my uncle and my mom this, and a few of my uncles. I was thinking like, even if I get the W and get them, which I did. I was thinking like it's still not a W. It's like I can't go after his stuff now. It's like yeah. I was thinking like honestly, and this is I don't advise this, but I was like, it will feel good to just be able to fight this dude oh. once a month. You know what I mean? And just <laughs> do him in for just for all year once a month. Oh yeah, he can heal up. I can get my strength back, and then it's just again the first of the month. I was. It would feel good to have that ability, but. Because I don't really you, win anything. I just got what was supposed to be mine anyway. Do you have so, any idea who this guy is? Like, can you troll him at all? I cannot because um, blockchains are anonymous. That's the whole reason why they exist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, there's nothing I can do. And um, he hacked oh. me because he talked to me on Reddit. But after I had like figured out he hacked me, I just deleted all the Reddit messages. So I couldn't even like say... Oh, you little bitch! I got the coins. You know, I couldn't even do none of that because I deleted the messages, so I couldn't. Oh. You know, so yeah, it's just, it's just is what it is. And I got them, and for the first time, it's funny because I, I kind of forgot how stressed I've been. But for the first time, like I think within the last three days, I put my phone on do not disturb when I went to sleep, and I was like, oh, this yeah. is different. This is because literally what I would do is keep my my Twitter notifications on all throughout the night, so whenever anyone hit. Did a oh, and it would sound off. Yeah, and I would wake up and look. Okay, those are not it, and not go back to sleep. Oh like my yeah. gosh! Yeah, Bruh. so I don't have to do. Yeah, that anymore. I'm glad. I'm glad that you're not stressing anymore because, uh, yeah, there was there was multiple times y- you were supposed to come shoot a wedding with me, and you got word that this that those coins might drop, and it was like you literally can't be there because you're like. I know for a fact I can't be gone at this wedding for eight hours. Yes. And because uh. I told Colin, uh, for the guys listening, is that I got the tokens. Yeah, I got the, I got the, they're technically tokens, but one's a token, one's a coin. Anyway, I got yeah. them, but the, the guy who hacked me, because the way that it works for those who don't know, a blockchain is basically like a, a public Excel spreadsheet. You can see who, well, you can see who, but the who is just a wallet address. You can see who, um, you can see when they have done certain things. So yeah, you can see when they've transacted on the network. So the guy literally was, I was three minutes before him. So if I was at a wedding, didn't have my computer, didn't have my yeah. phone on, I would have just lost that potential money because he was three minutes yeah. behind me. And I know that because I saw it on the blockchain explorer. I saw it. He was three minutes behind me. That is so you know, crazy. So, well, yeah. So that's yeah, why I I'm couldn't glad sleep you. I'm glad you got them. Um, yeah. Yeah. We we also wanted to jump on and recap our week a little bit. Take a just have a chill episode as well before we get into talking about uh, talking about potential recession and everything that's <laughs> currently currently going on to be stressful. Um, so this last week, just yesterday was Mother's Day. Um, this is the first. It's the first Mother's Day, obviously, that I've celebrated here in Florida with my mother-in-law since we've been, since me and Emma have been married. Um, so uh, it was a good time. We did a we did a ton of stuff yesterday, though. I was gotcha. I was laughing with her because um, growing up on Mother's Day, 
like we didn't really do much like mm-hmm. um and i was a like we didn't do much for a lot of reasons but when i was just a young boy i didn't really know how to i'm not good at gift giving or i'm not thinking about writing cards or doing anything like that so literally what my mom would tell us on mother's day is she would say leave me alone i'm going to go take a nap and just when i wake up i just want the dishes to be done and we would do the dishes kind of but no. you know we would leave we, like we would leave a pan out or something that was real dirty because it's like we don't want to clean this pan that's really dirty with like food caked onto it. So we would kind of do the dishes and stuff, but she would just say, "Leave me alone," basically. Nothing and like now that. it was so funny being here yesterday because Emma's mom, I kid you not, Christian, we got like an itinerary from them, wow. and it started. The itinerary started at seven forty-five. Oh my god! A.M. And yep. I'm not joking. We did not leave their house until 11:30 p.m. Oh my god! It wow. was she, she all really, day. It was for her. It was Mother's it, Day. It, it was Mother's Day, and it was a almost a full 24 hours. It felt like, but we were joking wow. about it by the end. And it was like it wasn't that it wasn't fun. It was a good time, but it was a long time. Yeah. <laughs> it was a long time. Ah, uh, that's funny. Yeah, well, what did you guys time. do? Was it was it fun? So like, you said yeah, it was fun, but no. just give me a little bit of what would happen. Yeah, so we we woke up and we went paddleboarding on this river because um, Florida just has a ton of water. So we went paddleboarding and like uh, took the canoe out that they have. And this is—I'll tell you a funny story about this. Actually, we um, we were like dropping our stuff into this river from this little like little boat ramp thing that they have for canoes and not boat ramp, but this little canoe ramp thing and where you put the paddle boards in the water. So we're getting in and this guy comes out and he like rents out the canoes there. Uh, but we weren't, we brought our own, bring your own canoe, you know, BYOC. But, uh, we, we brought our own and we're dropping in and he's like, where are your guys's life jackets? We're like life jackets. Like he was like, yeah, like the, the, you know, fish and wildlife, whatever they patrol this river, and if you don't have your wild, if you don't have your life jacket, you can get a ticket. So we're like, oh, we forgot them, and he's like, well, let me bring you guys these whistles just so you have something, you know, that they ask for. Um, but it, it might be a fifty dollar fine. So we're like, oh, whatever, you know, it's all good. And he's like, you know, I get that you guys are still gonna go out. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you don't go. It's on you, you know. So we're like, you know, we'll be fine. We don't need life jackets. We've done this before. And then, bro, so we, so me, Christine, who is Emma's mom, and her sister, Elena, we get on the paddle boards, and then Emma and her father get in the canoe. So she's got this water bottle behind her. And Emma, as, Emma or her? Emma, or her Emma has this water bottle right behind her in the canoe, okay? And they start to get out, and they're not even fully out of the little dock yet, and the water bottle starts to fall into the water. So John is like, Emma, grab that water bottle from behind you. And she turns to the side to reach back for the water bottle, and she flips the canoe over. Yep. Yep. They go into the water. She loses the chair that she's sitting on. The dog is in there with them. So the dog's swimming around this river. So I dive in to go help because I don't know if they hit their head on the dock yeah. or what's yeah. going on. So I dive in. I'm picking. I pick up the dog. I find Emma and we're putting them back up. 
And it was so funny <laughs> that this dude who came out was like, you might need your life jackets just in case you fall in. It didn't take us not five seconds to literally be in a situation wow. where she could have got caught under the canoe or whatever. Yep. Bro, it was Did you get a life jacket? so funny. So, dude, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, we didn't even end up getting a life jacket. We were just like, uh. this was the stupidest thing ever. Like, you got just, I was, I, we were clowning Emma so much. We're like, what are you doing? Like, that is just, funny. It, bro, it was so funny. But we ended up doing that. We were out there for a couple hours. We didn't get a ticket or anything. Like, they were, they had been long gone and they went very far, the police people. Mm -hmm. But, we were out there for like two hours, just, you know, it was just chill. It was a good time. We came back. We had lunch. We watched church. Uh, we made sushi. We did like homemade sushi. Um, and then we played this game, dude, that was so sick. It's like this murder mystery detective game. Mm -hmm. So you get this file where it has like, it has all this evidence for this case. Like you're a detective but it took us like three hours because we're sifting. Like you have to read this news. Like it's like a real case file. Clippings. It's like a real case file. You're wow. reading newspaper clippings. You're trying to figure out what time he was murdered and where by who. And you're doing all this stuff, bro. It took us three hours and we still picked the wrong person. It was hard, bro. Really? Bro, it was so fun. It that was actually sounds super interesting. I'm not going to lie. It was so fun, dude. It was so crazy. That that is that sounds super interesting. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. No, that it was cool. fun. We I had, would like that. We had so many notepads full of evidence, and like we're trying to narrow down the time that he was murdered. And you had to find the craziest things. Like in the one that we did, like there was a picture in one of the new, like in the newspaper, there was a picture just that was a random. We just think it's a random advertisement, but the picture matched up to this hotel room that gave somebody else an alibi when they were trying to pin it on this certain dude. But mm -hmm. if you didn't see the newspaper clipping, that random advertisement that looks like it's just there for yep. no reason, you would have never caught it. Like wow. it was very it's like real. It was it's very like difficult. Real. Oh yeah. Oh you're like yeah, a real dude. detective actually. Bro, it was it was very dope. It wow, was that's it was really very, cool. very cool. But yeah, so we just we did so much stuff all day that by the end of the day we we're just all laughing at Christine. We were like, You got your Mother's Day fixed. Like <laughs> we are this is it. We're out of here. That's funny. So um But it was a good time. This is the one question that I have, and it has nothing to do yeah. with Mother's Day. Um yeah. so when you went out there on the water, um, were you scared of alligators and crocodiles and stuff? So n no, I mean not really. You, so you're, bro. You're different now, bro. That's I'm becoming I, a Florida man. I see it because, bro. There's no. I, I would never. Man. I don't even care if they say there's nothing. No, I'm not doing it. Not there. No, no Yet, way. Yeah, it's kind of gnarly because when you're paddleboarding and stuff, I like was out in front of the pack, and you'll see just like little logs and stuff like kind of floating mm -hmm. around, and out in the distance, you think like, I really hope it's not an alligator. Yep. Yeah, no, I'm no, not. No, it doing is. Uh, it's interesting, bro. I'm not doing it, bro. You're you're crazy. I don't know how you're doing it. There's no way we, I would do that. And ever. I didn't even tell you this. The day before, we took the, these jet skis out with one of my friends. Uh, that he's got these two like really nice sea dew jet skis, bro. And um, and Emma was on the back of mine, and she was like, she was asking, him, "Are there alligators out here? Whatever?" Because we were whipping around in this thing. Like mm -hmm. we fell off one time, but. 
we were we were whipping around in this thing, bro. I kid you not, we hit sixty five miles an hour on a jet ski. On a jet, <laughs> and that's no joke. Yeah, bro. That's that. Yeah, wow. Yeah, wow. but uh, yeah, that's what that's what we did for Mother's Day. What did you do for Mother's Day, Christian? Was it as eventful um, as mine? It definitely wasn't. I'm more on the. You know how you used to be when you were with your mom. Yeah, My, yeah. mine was like that. Um, oh yeah. I just woke up. Um, I just woke up. I told her Happy Mother's Day. Um, I got her a card. You know. Nice. Yeah. And um, and then we just watched fights for a couple hours. Then I had Sweet. to come back and study. And yeah. then and then uh, like the behavioral economic stuff that I'm doing. And then I I just cooked dinner with her. That was it. Nice. We just made like no potatoes. I, it was just like quality time stuff. It wasn't all yes. that. There's no way. No. And I think and that, my yeah. mother is not even interested in doing all that stuff. <laughs> like she, not like not like that. But I know she wouldn't enjoy any of that. Like she don't want to yeah. do all that stuff. So no. it, it was. <laughs> so Mother's Day is tailored for the mother. So that yep. wouldn't be something that she would enjoy. That's not gonna fit your mama. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, but um but yeah it was cool it, it was cool it was it was nice did you cool. did you call your real mom on mother's day and did you get i her did okay. i did yes we did so it, it was funny because um like we were we were doing all that stuff for her because it's like we're here and mm-hmm. like i i can't like i can't do anything for my mom i'm not there yep. you know but it did feel weird doing all this stuff and it's like not that she's not like she is like Christine is my mom. I've married into the family. She's family, you know, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it was odd, like doing all that stuff and thinking like, I haven't even seen my mom in a month and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I called her and we talked for, we talked for like 30 minutes on FaceTime. Uh, got to talk with my dad. Um, yeah, it was just a good time. I I spent some time with them over FaceTime. Uh, we sent her a card and a, and a gift and stuff. Um, from from me and emma and uh yeah that that was all that i was able to do for her um just because i'm three thousand miles away you know i got you that makes sense but it was good yeah yeah that that's cool i'm glad that you didn't just forget about her yeah just forget about her (laughs) i got a new mama over here yeah that's cool yeah man um yeah for i don't know for some reason i i would think I don't know, obviously I'm not a mother, but and I'm not a father either. Sure. Let me let me say that yeah. too. But but I would imagine that I mean cuz I can only imagine what I'm like now. I don't know what I'll be like in the future, but I would imagine I wouldn't really want anything for Father's Day. Sure. Does that make no, sense? I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I, just, I think that it was yeah, my bad. I was just going to say I I think that just a lot of men just desire like just peace like just mm-hmm. a peaceful day like don't don't like I, I was i was i've been telling emma i've been trying to like train her that like sometimes like even Ooh. last year i know you'll see where i'm going with this but i've had Ooh, to like train you're, her you're a little bit now. that i'm not going to be canceled because you're going to hear <laughs> what i say because she wants to like when it came to my birthday she wants to like spoil me and let's do this and let's do that thing and i've been having it like when I said train her, I've been having to train her. Like if I say like, I'm not like, I don't want to do anything crazy for my birthday. I just kind of want to chill and maybe we could go Mm -hmm. to dinner and I just want to relax. Like I don't want to do any work. I just want to wake up and scroll through my phone, maybe play some Mm -hmm. games, 
go out and play disc golf, go to the gym, just chill and relax. It's like, you know what I'm saying? And, I know and she's like, well, I want to, we should do this and this and this thing. I got you. And, and she didn't really understand it at first. And now she understands like, oh, that's what he wants to do. That's how he wants to celebrate and enjoy his day. You know? Yep. I also think it's the, I think part of the reason that she can't understand that is because oftentimes when women say that, that kind of stuff, oh, I don't know, we can just do whatever. They really want oh. you to do this grandiose. They don't yes. want to say it though. They don't want to say, yeah, hmm. I want you to take me to the super expensive restaurant. I want to wear this yeah. nice dress. I want you to tell me how beautiful I look, etc." They don't want to have to say that. They want you to just do it. Yeah. Which is, which is its own thing, which is cool, whatever. Sure. Yeah. But when you say that, she's thinking, I think part of it that she can't understand is like, I wouldn't want that at all. Like, I don't want any of that to really just have to do nothing. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, cause it's like, we do, we do that stuff all the time. Kind of probably from her perspective, you know, it's like, you can do disc golf any other day. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I think part of it is like a little bit of a disconnect like that, but that makes sense. I just don't think that I think I think it's hard for for uh, them to understand like when a guy says something like 90% of the time 9 out of 10 times it's actually the thing he wants. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very literal. Yeah, there's no like decoding that you have to do like when you're talking to women. No. No, no, no. Because there it's is literal. decoding that you have to do for all the men out there that are listening that maybe you you just graduated high school or whatever. Uh when you're talking to your girlfriend and she says Oh, it doesn't matter, whatever. It does, bruh. <laughs> it does. She's not telling you the truth. If she says, well, we could just kind of, you know, we don't have to really do, we don't have to really do anything for my birthday. Like, uh, uh, uh no, bruh. You need to yeah. go get her flowers. You need to buy her a gift. You need to write her a card. You need to book a reservation at the restaurant. There's yep. no games to be played when it comes to the girls. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know why it's that way, but it's that way. But yeah, exactly. It's not like, it's so funny when you make, when we make observations about the world and the way that things are, oftentimes people try to like, uh, people try to like, people try to put on you that you're making a moral observation, like that you are, you're, you're trying to say whether it's right or wrong. And it's like, no, I'm not. I'm just saying it is the way that it is right or wrong. This is just what it is. Yeah, reality is amoral. It just yes. is what it is. The data speaks yes. for itself, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I, I was gonna, I was gonna say a, a similar point that some people may not even like that we're saying things are different. Y- yes, but it just but is they are what. <laughs> yeah, it just is what it is. But they, they just are. are different. Yeah, yeah, for sure. In general, obviously, obviously, there's outliers. Whatever, we don't have to put caveats in on this, but. Um, yeah, bro. So that was mother's day for, for both of us. Um, other than that, do you have, like, what's the recap on the last, uh, couple of weeks been looking like? I know we talked about the crypto thing a little bit th- at the beginning. Um, but, but what have you been up to just, just studying and, and working on stuff? Yeah. Um, well there was some stuff going on with my schooling that I don't even, it was just so stressful. I just said, you know what, let me just, because I thought yeah. I still had enough time and then I didn't. And then financial aid is going to, not be able to cover cover this so then i might have to take like just one class so i can start subbing or because uh, it just bruh and it just makes me go like you know what i don't even want to deal with that stuff yeah, and then what i've realized it's not like when you ask them when you ask them okay 
this is my situation. How do I go about applying for school? It's like, well, let me transfer you here. Then you got to do this. And they got to train. It's just like, I, I just don't, I, I don't want to deal with it personally right now. So I'm kind of putting that off to be honest. Um, yeah. But in the, in just day to day, what I do is um, for those who, who don't know, or who maybe have forgotten or whatever, um, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned on the podcast before, but um, I am doing this thing. Um, Cohen and I, a long time ago, and I wanted to ask, actually ask you this uh, now, basically. Um, what's going on with the advertising, the marketing stuff? Because Cohen and I were talking about marketing, and then I started to look into marketing, and then I started to realize there's this, this there's like a subfield called um, behavioral economics, which is basically it takes traditional economic models that kind of don't work, to be honest, because traditional economic models kind of follows this like principle that all human beings are rational. So they do things because they make sense, rational sense. So, but we know human beings are not like that. So it takes this traditional economic model of, um, behavior, of, of economics, and then it takes um, psychology of like why people, why people do the things that they do, et cetera. And it kind of blends them. And um, behavioral economists kind of know why consumers make decisions that they make. So I've been studying that stuff because after Cohen and I had this conversation about marketing, and I found this subfield, I thought like, this is probably the most valuable thing that I can offer the world, to be honest. It's kind of why I really, it really resonates with me. Because one, it's interesting, like I wanted to change my, my major in, um, in college to economics. And psychology, mm-hmm. I just like um, evolutionary psychology. I just like, I just like that. Well, I like both of them, really. So when I found this subfield that kind of literally is a perfect blend of both, and then I figured out like, if you can figure this stuff out, you'll be super valuable to businesses because all businesses want to make money obviously they want to make yeah. more money so if you can figure out a way to do that i just realized like this would be the most valuable thing i can offer um so i just started really going super deep into it and um and so long story short is when you ask me what i've been doing is i've been studying that stuff um i just study i try to get about two hours of um like focused work on it so i do like 20 minute intervals so i try to do that like six times a day and just really focus in what I've been doing. I'm kind of like developing a framework on like how, how do you introduce the ideas to the business? How do you like problem solve? How do you diagnose problems? What, like what's the goal? And it's just, yeah. so it's, it's a lot of stuff. Like I've been, I've been learning a lot actually about like just how context matters so much when you're talking to your target audience and what does that look like and how do you, it's, it's a lot of stuff. So I, that's what I've been that's doing. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So every day I've been oh, doing that's that. Good. What about you? Yeah, just um, the last couple of weeks have been good. We've been uh, really getting locked in on all of the getting the studio up and running. Um, so it, it's been what's been very cool is um, I feel like slowly but surely, like we we started praying over the space. We went in there, like we we walked into the space and like put our hands on the walls and we prayed over it because we like, that's, that's what we believe is going to make a difference. And, um, we started asking that God would come through for us financially because, um, it seemed like everything started to get more and more expensive. And it's like, this is going the wrong way. Like we wanted it to go the other way. Like we want the prices to start coming down. So we started praying and, um, slowly but surely things started to come through for us, bruh. It was crazy. Like I told you about the situation with the lights, um, where we thought that it was going to cost us seven, eight, nine, ten thousand $10,000 to light the space. And then, um, 
we started praying over it and I found these lights that are going to work and we spent 3,500 bucks on the lights for the space. And, um, and then the next big thing to tackle was finding a painter. So we started praying, bruh. And, um, we had paint quotes come back in for the space at from the first one we got was $13,000 to paint. The next one we got was $23,000, which is insanity. And it's like a lot of money. Now a we're, lot of dollars. It's a, a lot of dollars. So we're nervous and we started praying over it. And uh, we just had these, the painters that did uh, Christine and John's house, they did the exterior of their house. They're like, why don't you try them? And we had them come in and they gave us a quote to do absolutely everything we wanted them to do for $5,900. So wow, that's another $7,000 that we saved. And, um, and then we're worried about this, this getting our, uh, HVAC system put in because uh, they had to go in and do these load calcs to make sure that the unit on the roof is going to be enough to supply the, our unit with enough uh, air conditioning. So it doesn't get hot in there. And the load calc came back at just enough. So it's the unit. We don't have to put in a new unit on the roof or anything. It came back at just enough. Um, and it just feels like God has been coming through for us. The, literally, the next thing that's that it, at every turn to open to to open a brick and mortar business. I'm learning. It, it feels like something goes wrong at every turn, bro. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's actually crazy. It, it it it's so wild, dude. It's just it's all over the place, and it's very difficult to do. And then dealing with the lease agreement and the people, I've had many conversations with you about how it's been very difficult with them. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, they put in a bathroom for us. That's a part of the lease agreement. And um, also a part of the lease is that they will be uh, hanging all the lights, doing the electrical for the lights. We just provide them with fixtures. So I have the fixtures because I just bought the fixtures just recently. But they're asking us to put together a full set of uh, of drawings like by an architect for our space. We need electrical, plumbing, mechanical, and finishes, but we aren't doing anything in there. All we're doing is putting up one wall and then we're just bringing in the interior design stuff and building out these sets and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the walls, it's not load bearing or anything. We don't need to pull permits to put the wall up, but they, they want us to do plans that include their plumbing. So what we're finding out is that they didn't pull any permits on the work that they did for the bathroom. And they want us to put that stuff Mm. in our drawings because they're trying to cover up the work that they already did. Yeah. So we're walking through that with them right now. And I'm very glad that we have a consultant working with us right now. um, And he's trying to help battle this stuff. But it just feels like at every turn, something is coming up and they're trying to strong arm us into getting this other stuff done or paying for X, Y, and Z. And um, it's been hard, but um, we've been putting our, we've been putting our foot down and just pressing on the gas pedal and moving forward. And we've been praying a lot and, um, things are continuing to move, but it has been stressful. So that's really what I've been up to is just, you know, doing all of, all of that stuff. Got you. And, um, it's obviously I completely understand. And, um, when, when you say that stuff, it makes me think of your boy, um, Alex Ramosi. He was just, uh, on a podcast with the guy that I like, uh, my boy, yep. Chris Williamson, Chris Williamson. Yeah. And he told the story about how, when he was, uh, working, when he was a frat boy or whatever, and he was like running the frats, and he would um 
like basically like when the new i don't want to call them new entrants or new recruit i don't know i don't i'm not in the frat so i don't know what they're called but the new people who would join the frat um they would kind of like like kind of seduce them by having a party and et cetera, et cetera, and then they would have them do a whole bunch of hard work and then he said without fail they would all they would all have him who was in charge of the new entrance to the frat they would have alex ramosi talk to them on their terms and they would say like we didn't sign up for this this is hard et cetera, et cetera. and um he would always tell them um he would ask them a question okay did you think joining the frat would be hard did you think it would be easy and they would say no did you think it would be hard yes and he said this is what hard feels like and he said just that simple that phrase right there kind of reframed their mind like oh yeah like it, it just changes the terms in which you interact with the stuff and um hmm. and there's another quote that was well, it's not a quote but andrew tate kind of talks about how the difference between a lot of the men who succeed and a lot of men who don't is their ability to handle stress that's the thing you know what i mean yeah like, um and obviously my stress is not your stress but stress is stress the way that we interpret stress sure. is just stress you know with the coins and me not sleeping it's i was just willing to like and i'm i promise you i kid you not i was cutting my hair this morning and i have a few more gray hairs i'm not joking well i literally do because it was so stressful for me and um and so when you do this stuff that is the thing that separates you that that separates winners from losers and i think that if you can kind of like maybe keep that in mind when you're doing this stuff it's like yeah everybody doesn't have a brick and mortar business because it is hard yeah you know what i mean and you're doing something difficult 100 yeah. percent. but the payoff you you know the reason why you started it the payoff is still it's still the same reason even though stuff is getting yeah. in the way you know yeah. and if you can adapt to that stress bruh i know and, we're, and this kind of kind of goes into the the next topic of recessions and stuff but i know cohen that you can make this business work i know it 100 percent. and yeah. i'm not saying that because we're on camera or whatever no 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 i know i'm serious i know that you yeah. can do it yeah and i think that that that's super important that's all i want to say yeah and it's crazy because the more that you like you were saying the more that i can re reframe or restructure how I think about this work in my mind. Mm -hmm. Not that, oh, the world is against me and at every turn, you know, something's going wrong. Yeah, at every turn, something's going wrong because that's just the way that it is. Exactly. You know, it's just that there's no, there's no getting out of it. It's just hard. Exactly. But, and yes, and yeah, the I think thing that's that good. separates you from the people who don't have that and will not scale and will not do all the stuff that you know the business can do is that stuff yeah and it, it honestly yeah, just the, yeah and i don't know i'm not trying to project this on you because i don't want to obviously i'm not going to offend you but if that's the price to pay for, for you know what i mean to pay for where yeah. you know this can go that's a that's a very small price to be honest. absolutely you know so that's 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 how i would personally think about it even though i'm not doing it that's how I try to reframe stuff in my mind. It's a very small price yeah. to pay for what I know it can do. Yes. And at the very end of the day, the, the thing that gives me hope is I'm 23 years old. I know that it our lease is for three years at on this studio. Maybe it's maybe as hard as can be for three years. And maybe it doesn't scale properly, or maybe we just make it through or we just get by or whatever. 
at the end of three years, what what I, what I hear a lot from like multimillionaire business people who are very successful in business is they say, you would be foolish to think that the first business you start will be the last business you start. Mm-hmm. And what I'm beginning to realize is a lot of those people didn't start businesses till they were 35, 37, 42, 45, and they're still very successful. It's like, I'm going to learn a lot over the next three years. I've learned a lot over the past six months in starting this. Like, oh, this yep. is actually how this stuff needs to work. Cause I didn't know that like you can get on YouTube and learn a lot of things, but it, I couldn't get on YouTube and know at every turn what was going to happen here, but I've learned a lot. And if, now if I had to go open up another brick and mortar location somewhere, I would know the steps to go through and how to find contractors and how to put together plans and yep. what's the most important thing that I need to figure out first and how to negotiate a lease and like all of these things that I've learned that I'm only setting myself up for success in the future, even if this crashes and burns at 34, when it's like, now nah, I'm ready for the next, I'm ready to drop into this next business. I'm, I'm a little bit more prepared. And exactly. um, it's what's, what's crazy though, bro. And we might have to wrap early on the, and okay. not get to the recession talk just because my yeah. laptop is starting to die. Um, so maybe we'll finish on this and we could jump, we could, we'll jump back into that later. Um, got you what's the what's the hardest thing for me is uh sometimes i get in my mind and i think if i would have known how difficult it would be and how stressful it would be and how scary it would be i don't know if i would have started like i really don't i don't think i would have jumped into this yep and that's a crazy thing to say and but But, honestly uh, what what i think honestly is that well it's a good thing you didn't know then yeah, because still, it's still it. the reason why you started was because of the opportunity that doesn't change yeah. just because of the stress is here. And also, I want yeah. to say, you know, what I'm trying to learn is how to make businesses more money, right? Yeah, you, you understand that? No, right? I so I know. In, in two and a half years, I'll I'll have this down. I'll have it down. Yep. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, so just I totally just know. Give me mean. a little bit of time, but I, I you're, this is. No, it's going to work. I I I don't want to say don't don't hear what I'm not saying in this cuz right now I'm just talking to Christian. I am just no. talking to you basically. I know people are listening, but I'm just talking to you. It's it's so cool to see how over the last 3ish years and I well, hold on, we're going to have to cut this because okay. uh, I've already I've already said too much. Um, okay. Yeah. Over the over the over the last couple of years, some of the friendships that I've had, I ha- I have, have started to shift, and I feel like I set out on this path to like do business and work for myself, and I've I'm have become very ambitious, and it's cool to see that it slowly changed the people around me as well, and maybe mm-hmm. I'm talking out of turn, maybe it had nothing to do with me or whatever, but. That's what it has felt like. And now it's cool to know that you are pursuing something that I don't, I don't know a ton about, but because I've curated my friendships in a certain way and because I stepped out on this path, now I have people around me that are going to be able to start to help me and I help you. And that's so dope to me though, bro, that the same people that I came up with now all of our minds like are starting to shift in this direction at a young age where i just it, it's cool to have other people attacking this with me 
people that I trust. You know what I'm saying? Got you. 100%. I know I'm not going to be alone two years from now, three years from now. I know I'm going to be able to say, okay, Christian also knows what he's talking about. These other people in my life, they also know what they're talking about. Let me go to them as well. Like, that's dope to me. 100%. And I don't think, and my ego wants to say you're speaking out of turn, but when I'm not speaking out of my ego, I think that you're right and you're wrong. And I'm not saying right or wrong, but I just mean you're you're 50% correct, 50% is not that. It's just, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a curated mindset. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's, a, it's a like-mindedness. So then they just, they, they, they coincide and they, and they sure. I, I'm trying to, I don't know what this is. And for you guys who don't know what I'm doing, I'm just kind of waving my hand back and forth in front of the camera. But it's a, it's a, it's a rinsing and a washing and it's like, it's a, it's a flow is what I'm trying to get to. Sure. There's a there's a connectedness, there's a loose connectedness in our mindset. And so it's like, of course our businesses are gonna Yes, of coincide. Gonna, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? That makes and sense. So I don't think you're wrong when you say, um, well, b- because I'm changing, the people around me are changing. I think it's 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 yes, that's right. That that's but right. It's not, because, but you're saying it's not just right because it's me, it's right no. because that's how it works. Exactly. You know okay, what I mean? Yeah. Cause I yeah. think, cause I think that, and I could, now I could be speaking out of turn, but I think that me telling you right now that how you frame stress is important. I think that yeah. I know you as a person to where you're going to go the next time you're thinking about it, it's like, well, you're going to reframe the stress in your mind. I really course, think you're yeah. going to do that. And that could yeah. be me being arrogant, but I really think so. I really think you're going to reframe the stress in your mind. No, that, absolutely. That, and Yes. You get what yeah, I'm saying? and That's by the no, yeah, by no means, but by, by no means was I saying I know that. Um, but I've blazed this trail that my homies are coming up behind me. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is, I feel like, and I, the same for you. I think I feel like I've made decisions that have changed your mind on things and have changed yep. some other people's mind on things. And I know that you've made decisions that have changed my mind as well, and vice versa, all the way around. And um, Maybe I just felt like I was the first person to step out, gotcha. but maybe we were all gonna step out. Maybe I just felt like I, you get what I'm saying. I got you. No, but yeah, you were definitely the first, you're definitely the first person to step out. I'm 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 still in right now, so that's sure. just a, that's just a fact. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> sure. but I, get what I get what you're saying, 100. percent Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, maybe. And of course, like I think, oftentimes, and it's weird. I, I kind of do this, kind of not often, but I try to remember why i think the way that i do and i kind of try to run this like linear path back and it's kind of difficult to do so like yeah so i'm not saying with 100 percent certainty that you started it but i'm also saying sure i don't know sure you know what yep. i mean i don't know and i think that's just complete honesty but my ego wouldn't yeah. immediately say it's not yeah because no you, but yeah that's not eh, that doesn't matter but yeah that's that's what i have to say about that for sure Hmm. yeah interesting well um i thought today was a good episode we do have to cut it short just because my computer is gonna die for those listening um, we're we went longer than i minutes, thought bro. we're gonna cut it short at 45 minutes <laughs> um exactly. we will come back we will have a conversation about recession um soon because that's another thing that has been you know adding a little stress but just something that everyone in the audience should be thinking about um yep. And then we're also going to have a very fun conversation uh, coming up just about um, 
how to change our values and how our values shape our decision making yep. and um, just a high level conversation about free will, hopefully, and where we're both at and how we stand on um, or where we stand on that topic. And yep. um, yeah, I think it'll be a good one for sure. So um, yeah. So the next yeah. two weeks are going to be heat. The next two weeks are going to be heat. Oh, yeah. So make sure, make sure you guys are tuning in every Monday. We got you guys. And uh, yeah, like the stuff that we talk about, um, I really think that people should really, if you really want to become something in this life, and I don't want to, because this is going to take me on a long path, but r- truly understand that you are yourself every moment of the day. Controlling your thoughts, like how I, how I was, how Cohen and I were talking about reframing stress and stuff. If you want to mm-hmm. do stuff in this world, you are you every moment of the day. You need to get yourself in order to then end yeah. change in the world, be the changes you want to see. And it's those kind of words are very corny, but it's the truth. You are you every day, every moment. So um, I think that if you really take the stuff that we say and, and really try to apply it and, and we have these conversations and I'm not saying like, I'm just the guru guru and I know everything, but like sure. really having these conversations and naming us at Pre- press break podcast on Instagram and talking to us and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like how I, how Cohen and I were mentioning that we kind of play off of each other. It can be a community of everyone having the same like-mindedness and kind of feeding off of each other. I'm telling you, we can do yeah. so much great things. So I just keep tuning in and, 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 and engaging with us. And I think that we can really do a lot of good stuff in this world. I think so for real. Absolutely. Um, all right. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. Like Christian said, we'll be back next week on Monday. Um, follow us on socials. And that has been the Press Break Podcast, baby.